start by saying that given an entire lifetime of strange and spooky experiences, I've concluded that myths, legends, and the like are all based somehow in absolute reality. I turned 60 this year and have been told countless times that I should write a book about my bizarre life. My response has always been, and what normal person would believe it? My nine-year-old grandson Isaiah, who has lived with me most of his life, is equally spiritual, and we both love listening to the stories on your channel. Isaiah and I moved into a mobile home in the middle of nowhere in February of 2018. One of the first things I said as we were moving in is how sad I felt every time we passed by the enormous stump left by some monstrous oak tree that had been cut down not that far in the past. It was the only tree in the vicinity, so shade was stolen along with the tree's life. Isaiah said, can't you help that poor thing, Gran? You and plants have always loved each other. I thought it over. There was no sign of any shoots from the previous growing season, but what the heck? Soon after, Isaiah moved in with his mom, my daughter, and now comes and stays on weekends, holidays, and summer vacations. Over this time, about a year and a half, with a little encouragement and a lot of love, Mr. Oak made a comeback and now towers over Isaiah and I and is home to three bird feeders. Wow, that's so cool. But it was strange. Normal trees don't grow that fast. I knew something more was going on. Fast forward to two months ago. Isaiah and I hear the fairy tree story on your channel, and he commented, That's it! Mr. Oak is a fairy tree! I replied that with us being Celtic, the Fae might very well have decided to stick around after the tree was felled. And I don't discount anything supernatural. In fact, I'm surprised that I don't recall any occurrences between myself and fairies. Seems weird they were left out when so many other mythical beings have joined the party that is my existence. So, two weeks after listening to the tree story, Isaiah and I were in my room, sitting on the bed, listening to another set of your YouTube stories, when we both fell asleep. That was when I had my dream. In the dream, we were both still on the bed, but sitting on the edge, side by side, instead of sleeping. A few seconds later, a brown wild rabbit slowly came into the room and halted on the rug directly in front of us. There was this brilliant electric blue glow in the shape of a sphere about 3.5 inches big riding on the shoulder area. In the center of this ball of light was a tiny, no larger than 1.5 to 2 inches tall, perfectly proportioned and beautiful young woman. She was holding onto reins that guided the rabbit and was seated on a tiny brown saddle. She didn't speak a word, but did acknowledge us by looking directly at us momentarily. I whispered into my grandson's ear, Look at her saddle! It's no bigger than a quarter! After this, she turned her rabbit 180 degrees, and I remember nothing following that. I didn't recall that much when I woke up in the wee hours and walked Isaiah back to his own bed. My grandson left early the next morning with his mother, without my telling him about my cool dream. So, last night, as he and I were deciding which stories to listen to, 
I remembered my dream and started describing it in as much detail as possible. When I got close to the end, I said, oh, and her saddle. That's as far as I got before Isaiah interrupted and said, yeah, as small as a quarter. You said it then, I remember. Ooh, but they weren't awake. How could he remember? Either we both had the exact same dream, yeah, or wasn't it wasn't a dream at all. <laughs> That's Thinking about the experience, I think Isaiah's claim regarding Mr. Oak being a fairy tree was right, and that this was the fairy's way of telling us so. Or maybe they were trying to say thank you for what we'd done to save the tree, or they were just curious about us, I don't know. There. I thought you'd like our story as it relates to one you yourself narrated. Sometimes I think listening to these kinds of experiences makes a person more likely to have one. Just because they are now aware that these type of happenings are possible. So, if you do narrate this one, anyone hearing this, be alert. Because you never know what's out there. First, I'll say I've been an adherent to a pagan path with daily meditation for 30-plus years. In that time, I have had several encounters with what I can only describe as elemental beings or fairies. I haven't seen fairies regularly. It's generally been a rare and unusual experience. But I have noticed that when I've been involved in healing work, I've been more likely to have one of these experiences. I don't know why, maybe I've been more sensitive during those times, more aware. I'm also very close to the land. I work outdoors in Scotland. Now, on to my experience. I was walking in the area where I live down a field I'm very familiar with, when I noticed someone leaning up against the side of a sycamore tree. I say someone, but I knew right away that this someone wasn't human. He was too tall to be human for one thing. Tall as the trunk, maybe 15 feet. He was thin too. His body curved with the tree, almost like he was a part of it. Right. He had short, curly, dark hair and was dressed in some type of clothing, brown and green. And he had large, slender wings that ran down his back like a torn cape or a jacket. He was nonchalantly leaning against this tree watching me he seemed curious as if he was asking himself what is this human up to it's possible he wasn't aware that i could see him and it wasn't long before i couldn't see him anymore it was like he just faded out of focus i've had a couple of other encounters with the she over the last 10 years but this chap was the most recent and the most striking One morning, I walked to the corner of my road where there's a green space, an old orchard with oak trees, rowans, hawthorns, alongside cider apple trees. 
Everything is overhung with brambles and footpaths created by constant dog walking. I was passing a very large oak tree, which had recently lost a dead branch. The branch had split away and was almost as big as the tree trunk itself. In the cavity where the branch had split from the tree, clinging to the tree trunk, was a creature about the size of a man with a vaguely human face, webbed hands and feet, reptilian looking with a damp frog-like skin of a blue tinge. It looked wary, startled, and almost embarrassed that I had seen it. I assumed I was seeing a being like the green man? That was all I could think at the time, although he was blue. It looked for all the world like Gollum in the film Lord of the Rings. Because of the creature's obvious discomfort, I continued on my way and convinced myself that I had imagined the whole encounter. I gave this encounter no more thought until I read a true story of a young boy who claimed he had been disturbed in the night by a frog-like creature crying in distress. A medium was brought in and she said the creature was a tree spirit who had recently lost its tree in a sudden and unexpected way. I've always felt that trees had a consciousness, Mm -hmm. but the existence of tree spirits who live in a tree until Mm -hmm. it gradually dies off was something I had never considered. But it makes a kind of sense. Mm -hmm. If there are beings out there deeply connected with trees, and a tree is cut down without warning, I would assume that that would be a terrible shock to its spirit and that a tree spirit might lose its way in these circumstances and hide somewhere, maybe in the nearest house. The boy described the frog-like creature as looking like Gollum from the Lord of the Rings film. So it really does seem like I saw some kind of tree spirit. I believe that these sorts of beings are harmless, but are so alien looking to us that they appear scary with their big eyes and round faces. Though fairy is a wide concept, I have never seen a traditional fairy myself in translucent clothing and wings. I do believe that the tree being I saw was a type of fairy. Trees are really interesting. I have to tell you about a couple. In late 2006, early 2007, the place I lived had a huge ice storm. It was bad. And a massive limb broke off this tree during the storm. It laid across our entire backyard from one fence to the other. Most trees wouldn't have survived losing a limb like this. But this tree not only survived, but has in fact thrived. This tree has a strange aura and energy about it. Sometimes, usually during the daylight, it doesn't feel threatening or eerie at all. Quite the opposite, really. But at night, that tree is creepy and anything but inviting. In the dark, it feels sinister and the shadows around it are unnaturally deep. Looking back on events since the tree was damaged and the strange things that have been happening with increasing frequency since then, I think that tree is a fairy tree. 
and that the Fae are angry. The last couple of years, there have been a number of odd things happen around my home. Feelings of being watched in the dead of night, weird shadows, noises with no discernible source. From there, it's escalated to belongings vanishing, sometimes for days at a time, only to appear in a random location. After my girlfriend and her puppy moved in with me, things really escalated. Whatever is messing around here especially likes to toy with my girlfriend. When she's alone, things like the lamp being pushed off the table or a door slamming in her face have become commonplace. Her puppy, an eight-month-old blue healer named Castiel, will often just stare at nothing. Sometimes he will growl or bark at thin air. All of this became a bit too much to handle at some point, and we bought a smudge stick of white sage to cleanse the house. One night when I was burning it and doing the smudging from an unnaturally dark shadow, I caught a glint of golden eyes for the briefest of moments. The eyes did not look happy. They vanished as suddenly as they appeared, but the look in them was one of the most intense, angry glares I've ever seen. Mm. Smudging has become a near nightly thing now. Mm-hmm. Tonight seems to be relatively calm, but as I write this, I can see a shadow beginning to darken in one of the corners of the room. So, once I wrap this up, I'm going to have to smudge the house for the tenth straight night. I really just want all of this escalating weirdness to end. This happened in Birmingham, England, in the 1990s. I was sitting at a picnic table by a large tree in the park, minding the kids who were playing. It was a nice sunny afternoon. I was relaxed and my mind was wandering. I happened to look up and saw an elf lying along the branch in the tree above. I had never experienced or witnessed anything like this before, Mm. and yet I just knew that this was an elf. Somehow I knew it, and yet he was at least six foot tall, a well-built looking young man, and I had never imagined an elf to be human sized though I read about them in books. He was laughing at me, or rather laughing at the kids perhaps. He was laughing uproariously. I couldn't hear him that well, but I could see him. He seemed weirdly part of the tree. I watched him for a bit, but as soon as my mind started to really focus on what I was looking at, he vanished. It was not that the branch looked like an elf, there was an elf on the branch. Although he was less there when I looked with conscious thought than he had been when I had been observing without really looking, if that makes sense. I somehow just knew it was an elf, and was very surprised. I don't think it's something I just imagined, because it never occurred to me that elves could be anything but tiny creatures in pointed hats. I've definitely changed my mind on them since then. I think fairies are beings that share our space, but in another dimension. 
Okay, firstly, I'm not crazy. In fact, I'm a bit of a skeptic. But I have had a few occasions in my life where I've rubbed my eyes in disbelief at what I've seen. In 1987, when I was 18, I was at a festival on Hampstead Heath in the summer. They told us we couldn't camp, so we made a makeshift shelter out of an old carpet and climbed under it. We were in the woods on the heath. As dawn broke and the first shafts of sunlight poured between the leafy canopy above, I started to see things moving around on the branches. They were pale green and almost translucent in their delicacy and had thin limbs. The sun shone through their yellow wings. They had small heads and dark eyes and weren't wearing any clothes. Altogether, there appeared to be around 50 or 60 of these little, what, dryads on the leafy boughs staring at me. They were almost camouflaged by the trees. They had kind little faces and were scurrying around trying to get a better look at us. Mm -hmm. The light coming from the trees was quite strange and there was early morning mist in the freezing cold woods. I just lay there staring at them, totally mesmerized. I caught a good look at them. I could draw pictures of them. I remember them so clearly. They were some kind of tree-dwelling types of fairy. That's the only thing I could come up with to explain them. I have only told a small handful of people about my fae experience, because most folk would think I'm nuts. And I'm definitely quite sane. Well-educated, thoughtful, and open-minded. I've never been on any psych drugs ever or seen any doctor for any mental health conditions. But on this morning, when I saw the Fae, they were very real and tangible. I felt their presence. They had an amazing energy. I live in England outside a small seaside town. One night around 10.30, I was sat on my stairs talking on my telephone with my husband and looking out of the hall window across from me. This window looks across my front garden, no hedges, and onto the second main route into town. Visibility was good. The road was quiet and well lit by streetlights, and there were no hedges of leaves or obstructions of any kind in my field of vision. As I chatted with my husband, I saw a tree man walk slowly past the foliage that is across the road in the gardens opposite, and then down the road. I got a good look at him. This tree man took a long time, approximately up to two minutes, to pass my window. And in that time, I mentioned it to my husband and described it in detail. The figure was approximately seven foot tall. Slim, I could clearly see a trunk-like body from the waist up, branch-like arms, and a quite haggard, wizened face with short branches coming from the top of the head and sides but not like a true tree. They didn't seem to taper to twigs. 
It had an overall bark-like, heavy, grooved texture to its body and face, with long, branch-like arms bent at the elbow area, unnaturally straight and thin with long hands. A few leaves were scattered on its body and arms. It walked in a measured way, as though putting one foot down and then making effort to pull forward, arms swinging. The figure was slightly leaning forwards. It seemed old. When it passed out of my field of vision, I stood up to keep watching it, but the next door's hedge blocked my view. I did not feel it was threatening in any way. It just seemed to be going about its business. I have done a lot of research since then and found nothing at all about this area in fairy lore. I do have a belief in fairies as nature spirits or landscape slash elemental creatures and am a keen reader of folklore. This figure would fit with my personal beliefs and my folklore studies as a fairy sighting. I have two thoughts. I believe fairies are spirits or elemental creatures associated with certain landscape features, trees, places, etc. I believe they coexist with us, but are perhaps on a different vibrational level and out of our limited visual spectrum. I think fairies slash folkloric creatures do exist at all times, but due to our limited senses, we can't see them unless we glimpse them by accident. I feel this could be due to our disconnectedness from nature and the way we have dismissed our senses to a great extent, except the visual. I think if we could hone our senses better, get away from the easy feed of modern sensory stimuli, we would probably notice them more. Around August, September 1991, I was driving down a country road in Cornwall, UK, with hedgerows on either side, traveling at a speed of around 45, 50 miles per hour. It was late, and my wife and baby son were asleep on the passenger seat. As I drove along, headed home, there was a strange kind of silence, and something compelled me to look into the hedgerow. What happened then, in an instant, seemed to last forever. I saw a leathery-skinned man standing about two and a half feet high. He had an old-looking face with a hooked nose and large ears. He was bald or had very little hair, and had noticeably large hands. And he was completely naked, apart from a loincloth-type clothing. He looked very angry. He was pointing right at me with his index finger. Seeing him shocked me, and I braked sharply. That's when I realized the road ahead was falling sharply towards a sea wall. I was not on the road I thought I was on. If I hadn't braked in that moment, I would have driven off the sea wall and over the cliff face. And my wife, my son, and I would have all died. We would have been another tragic accident in the newspaper the next day. I don't know what I saw that night. 
He seemed related somehow to the hedge and the trees. It seems to me that he must have been a spirit of some kind, but my first thought upon seeing him was fairy. His appearance was of something that would be described in a nursery rhyme. Whatever he was, I consider this pixie or fairy to have saved our lives. And the events of that night have and will stay with me forever. I don't know what fairies are, but despite it having saved our lives, it did frighten me enough to never want to see another. Thanks for watching. I okay. hope you guys enjoyed those ones, and I hope you're all staying That's safe. Fun. Let me know your thoughts about the video, and if you have any requests for topics for future videos, down in the comments. I'll be in the comments responding to comments and questions for the next hour or so. As always, extra special thanks goes out to all my supporters on Patreon and all people who have joined. Okay. I've seen similar things at times um, there that I had to just stop and look. And even as I was stopping and looking, I still believed. It wasn't like I stopped and looked and, oh, okay, that's why it looked like this or that's why it looked like that. But I would stop and I would look, and it was still the same. I still saw what I thought I saw. I've had those kinds of things. Tell me if you've had any. I'd be interested to know. Let me uh, close this one out. This is the one where I saw something about Donald Trump. I don't think you can see it from here. Um, but it doesn't doesn't confirm it. It says, okay, let me read it to you.